so her question is uh, back then in the meeting room she said she uh, puts in her best effort but her teacher does not appreciate her work when we are young very young like even younger than you but perhaps your age when we are like between the age of 6 and 16 or even even 6 to 16 and uh, 20 we have a lot of dreams and the most beautiful thing about life is at that time that you actually believe in your dreams those dreams are very real for you from one moment to the next from one day to the next you actually believe that one day those dreams will come true and in your dream world there is always only joy happiness there is certainly no school no studies no mathematics no physics no chemistry there is only fun plenty of fun you are doing the things you love to do even if you don't know what it is that you love to do you imagine you keep that gray that there will be only good things in my world so life is a fairy tale in this age as we grow older things begin to shift a little we start coming across people who a don't share our dream with us for them they think oh you don't know what real life is and we come across those people who tell us that your dreams don't have any meaning and then we come across some good people as well who say well no don't worry keep working you will get there we also come across those people who put us down who say look no you're no good and i'm not going to do this and do that and the other and we also come across those who don't appreciate our work and then our dreams are shaken if we are weak they are shattered but nobody can take your dreams away from you no one never give anybody the power to take away your dream from you when i was your age i wanted to learn drawing and i was a very quiet kid very serious very quiet i never made ruckus anywhere in my whole life so we started going to a teacher a drawing teacher he would assign me work and i would finish it like once or twice a week i don't remember now start so go he'll say draw a box i'll go back here's a boxer he'll say draw a flower pot here's a flower pot draw a landscape okay here's a landscape whatever he would give me i would do it and then just 3 or 4 weeks later he said to me i'm not going to teach you and i said why like what happened he said i don't teach boys <laughs> i said oh i heard discrimination but <laughs> uh you could have been more subtle about it so i said why what have i done 
He said, I don't teach boys. They're very naughty, very mischievous. I said, look, I haven't done anything. I've been quiet as a mouse. I show up, I do my job, I, I write back home. He said, no, I, I cannot teach you. And that was the end of my dream of painting. I never painted after that. Very rarely I draw a sketch, but I never did. So, one person or one family or one group or one country or one world never give anybody the power to break your dream. And how do they break your dream? They do it by first not appreciating your work. They do it by telling you you can't do it. They do it by always giving you examples of those who are doing it better than you. They do it by always telling you, no, 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 don't do this, do something else. What they couldn't do, they want you to do that. But sometimes, not always, sometimes, it does not hurt to pay attention. Because sometimes they may be genuine well-wishers. They may actually be looking at you and saying, mm, I don't think you are cut out for it. Or maybe you need to improve. When we would go for a painting competition, one of my friends in school, actually he was here last year, and they all showed up here one day. So his name was Parampal. And he was exceptional in painting. Like what he was so good in watercolor paints, he could paint with his eyes closed practically. And we would all go to a painting competition. We'd all huddle around him because we knew when he would start to paint, everybody would come looking for him. And then they'll also see us, we thought, you know, we'll tag along, piggyback on his uh, skills. So he would, would all open white sheets and we'll start doodling, but he would start painting. And wherever he would go, it was a given, he was going to be the first, he was, was going to be the first prize. I don't remember any competition where he didn't get either first or second. And I don't remember any competition where I got any prize. <laughs> I never got any, in any of the painting competitions, ever. But still I kept going, I would sit next to him, at least they'll come looking for him. Actually I got one second prize in a caricature drawing competition. So he, he was there and he would start to paint and colors would flow out of his brush like anything. The sheet, that, that paint, that drawing sheet, whatever it's called, would come alive. So if in such a scenario, if I expected at that time that I would be sitting there and people would come and appreciate my work, then I was over-imagining things. Because I didn't do something so well enough for anybody to say, hey, great painting. Instead, they might have said, what are you doing here? I think, go home, maybe do something else. So sometimes when people don't appreciate your work, maybe 
the work actually needs improvement. So the first thing is, why are they not appreciating my work? But you know what's even more important? What's even more important is to not let that affect you. Because what is more important is to be able to say to yourself, I did the best I could. If that is not good enough for somebody, I am going to analyze how I can do it better, but I'm not going to let that ruin my peace. So when you go out in the school or when tomorrow you will you are the you know future uh, of this world when you will step into the real world and start to do things take it as a given that they are not going to appreciate your work and if it happens good if it doesn't happen we don't work because we want it to be appreciated we work because we want to work right Thousands of people read my books, but some like it, some don't like it, some are quiet about it, some go and, and share their review or perspective, but some don't. It doesn't mean they don't appreciate it, doesn't mean they appreciate it, doesn't mean anything. I'm not writing a book to, to thinking in my mind, okay, whether I'll, somebody will appreciate it or not. So there is one more example I'd like to give you here, and I don't know if uh, I'll be able to, you know, uh, get it across the way I'm hoping I should be able to. When I was working, when you are working in a corporate, corporate means a company, right? And the higher up you are, the less your work is appreciated. It's very cutthroat at that level. Uh, it's not just dog-eat-dog, dog. it's like uh, I eat everybody, <laughs> something like that. So they never appreciate your work. You deliver on a project, you'll be lucky to get a smile from the board. They Because very hard-nosed people, very uptight. Well, so I used to think this way. That nobody has to say, thank you, wow, you did a wonderful job. I don't care. My job is to deliver and the way they are appreciating is they are paying me a salary. If I am getting paid, that's their appreciation. They, they didn't say anywhere in the employment contract or consulting agreement that as part of this, every day we'll sit you down and do your arati. It was written nowhere that we will really speak very highly of you, we'll sing your glories, we'll tell you how great you are, how this world is just such a beautiful place with you in it, how you're the center of this universe, and how we just don't deserve to teach you or be with you or work with you. None of that was written in the contract. The contract said, we'll pay you X thousand dollars per day, and you're going to deliver on this project, period. So appreciation, when we do something because we want appreciation, we are already starting out on the wrong foot. 
it's good if she doesn't appreciate you say i am going to keep doing what i'm doing and i'm going to do it so well one day the world may take notice but it doesn't matter there was this scientist in uh, uh, russia second time today i can't recall a russian name uh, but i do know vladimir putin so <laughs> so he won a nobel prize only one of the two people in the history to do what he did he won a nobel prize in uh, for science and guess what he did he said i'm not going up there uh, it's not a circus that i have to show my act what do i care if one committee of seven or 10 people have said oh you've done amazing work i don't i know i've done amazing work i don't need them to tell me he didn't go he turned it down look at that strength of individual individuality and of course the height of craziness both maybe ego bigger than the himalayas but but he said i don't care i am proud of my work that's all that matters so you need to put your best foot forward and be proud of it if you don't give up if you keep on working at whatever it is that you're working one step at a time one day you will arrive at a juncture where you will have outperformed yourself where you would have outlasted all your critics where you would outdone everything that came your way and the way to do that is to believe in yourself and be realistic about it <laughs>